I said not to disappoint me, didn't I, UKW? Let's find out if they did. Episode 13, coming up. Well, we've got two triple threat matches for your 30 minutes this week. And I think they're done the wrong way round. Because the second match is given about 10 minutes. And there's a reason for that. We'll talk about why in a minute. And this is LRB versus Jester J-Ro versus Alice Barker, which should be a great match because all these people are quick. They're quick-footed. They're quick-thinking in the ring. And it was a fantastically competitive match. LRB was over, signed autographs on the way out. And earlier on in this match, when they start, it's a kind of mess, but a balletic mess. Because they all know what they're doing. They're just trying to get the upper hand here. Early on, J-Row hits a Rana on, um, on Barker, and it's a little bit poor. He loses control of it. But then he hits a lovely, really stiff power slam on LRB. There's um, a double hip toss on J-Row, but he lands on his feet and then springs off the ropes and delivers a back elbow on both of those. And for the second time in two days, I have seen a bulldog clothesline combo. This time from Barker, and I don't mind seeing that every single week. It's a lovely, smooth and slick move. You also get from the top a double high cross body from Jero, who did most of the high flying here, and then a double drop kick. Barker, who is very well thought of, of course, answered back with a great hooking flatliner. It looks brutal, and I'm sure it feels that way too, even if J-Row kind of got in position for it. We did see a little of that, but it was so well executed, didn't really matter. J-Row came back to get on Barker's back for a kind of sleeper, and then LRB got involved, tried to lift both of them up, but couldn't. And the ending was something a bit special. Barker got the pin. It was a burning hammer lifting up Jero because he's probably the slightest man. Hit the burning hammer onto LRB. Not going to get up from that. Gets the pin. What a lovely match. Quite short. Loads of action. Very competitive. Puts all those men over. Everybody gets their hand raised at the end, and rightly so. But, you know, that should be on first because the first match here is the one we've been waiting for. We've seen TV star, World of Sports star, Crater, the big man, on the entranceway. We know he's looking for that belt that Jonathan Sedgwick carries. After all, he is the main man of the company. He's the boss. Yes, sir. No, sir. Tugging the forelock. And so we've got a match between them. But to add an extra wrinkle, we have Mustafa Khan involved. Now, he has turned face recently. Crowd like him. Helped Sedgwick out. What's going to happen here? And it wasn't so much a wrestling match as a wrestling event. You know, Crater's been very well handled here. 
And what they did in this match is what you should do with a big man. You know, you do this with Andre. You don't show any losses and you show how immovable he is. And earlier on in the match, he attacked Khan, who spent the majority of the first maybe five minutes outside the ring as Crater just brutalised Sedgwick. And so you thought at any point, this belt could go. Crater has good heat with the fans. Some kids are chanting his name. He's got a good connection there, but he is a little bit arrogant. Because it's all about Crater, this is very slow. He hits a lovely beal from the neck right across the ring on Sedgwick. He calls for silence, then it's a huge clothesline. Calls again, huge clothesline, third time's the charm, rule of three. This time, Sedgwick, underneath it, hits a drop kick, but he's then caught for a backbreaker as he runs in. Khan's back. He gets up, and it's the two bigger men. They start with punches. Khan's laying in. Crater has to rake his eyes, but there's no DQ here. So Khan tries to set up for a choke slam. Can't do it. He's low kicked. It's a bit naughty, that, but again, no DQ. Then Sedgwick hits a super kick. Three super kicks. He won't go down. He won't go down. He does go down. He's down for the first time in the match. He's crater. He then, rather foolishly, tries to get those tree trunks into a scorpion deathlock. But of course he's kicked away. Khan is back in. Crater's distracted. He hits a choke slam. But what happens? Sedgwick retains by rolling up Khan from behind and that is a lovely way to end this match sneaky it's not a Sedgwick turn but it's showing he's sneaky and he'll do what he needs to keep hold of that belt I like that and I love the way they protected Crater he's still the big man Khan may be the only one who can match him in that way Sedgwick's a plucky little individual plucky little Jonathan Sedgwick our champion That works well too. It was an event. The big man in the ring. And there's more in this. There will be surely a Crater Khan feud. There surely will have to be one. But there might be a Khan Sedgwick feud. I thought they were mates. This was beautifully handled. Told a fantastic story. Quite simple. Put Crater over. Put Khan over as someone who can handle him. Showed a different side to Sedgwick. He's not just the white meat baby face. And that's what you want to see. Yeah, it's all about the wrestling, but you know you need your characters too. And with a big man like Crater, you're not going to get Hurricane Ranas and Moonsaults. Well, you might if, you, if it was Keith Lee. But not with this gentleman. And they handled him extremely well. He's a really good asset for UKW. And they are working very well with him. Disappointed this week? Definitely not. This is the way they should be doing this. This is the way they should be offering their programme. It was the wrong way round. 
but you got a great wrestling match, really fast paced and competitive with great moves, and then you got some great character work, really telling a story very well with the title on the line. Well done, UKW. You sold it to me this week. Four and a half out of five. And I'm back on board. Ta-ta.